Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. It's time for a Blues Report with Joey Vitale. You automatically look 15% tougher if you have a beard. Brought to you by The Electrical Connection. Orange and green in the shape of carrots. When you need quality electrical work for your home or business, visit electricalconnection.org. <laughs> this is silky smooth. Let's go, Bruce! With former Blues defenseman Jamie Rivers, I'm Brandon Kylie. It's Rivs and BK on 101 ESPN. Let's go out to the Brown and Crippen Celebrity Line, where we are happy to be joined by Blues commentator for 101 ESPN. It is Joey Vitale. Joey, how you doing, man? What's up, boys? I tell you one thing: when the sun's out, guns are out, and everyone's feeling a little bit better around St. Louis. Oh, that's for sure. Joey, have you uh, have you checked outside? In, uh, <laughs> Do you want a home with hours? windows, Joey? Oh, jeez. God, look out west. That, that, never mind. <laughs> oh, jeez. Did you hear that? Never, literally, I just heard a thunder. Wow. Okay, never mind. Don't back, worry. Back to my old depressed self. We'll, we'll edit that out. Wait. No, we can't. <laughs> so, boy, boy, that cloud came out of nowhere. So do the guns go back in then? The guns are going to get, yeah, I'm taking off the tank top. I was so excited, guys. I got the tank top out the first time, looking good, playing some roller hockey in my neighborhood, feeling good, and bam, just like that. So, Joey, I love coming to you because you're a man that we can talk about uh, just about anything with, frankly. Um, when we were we had the pandemic, you know, we talked about that with you. Uh, there were the murder hornets, so we talked about that with you. Just talked about this story. Have you seen these giant, invasive, four-feet-long lizards that are now established down in Georgia? Come on. I haven't heard about this. Are they, are they Gila monsters? <laughs> they are Tegus lizards, apparently. And they're apparently posing a real risk to those in Georgia because they look like baby alligators. Well, isn't that a little bit of a bugaboo? Where, where do these little shysters come from? Uh, New Zealand, actually, is where they are originally from. Now, if you're going to ask me how they got to Georgia, I don't have an answer for you on that one. Man, that's a long swim for these little monsters. I'll tell you what. You know, I've never, I've never heard of the, the the big lizards down there. The only lizards we ever come across, you know, we ever go down in Florida. You know, those little lizards that jump around the sidewalks. My kids love catching those things, and they're actually getting pretty good at it. We were down in Florida a couple months ago, but that's about as far as the lizard. I don't get the lizard thing. I, I don't get the the reptile thing. I mean, why would someone want a pet snake? Why, what what is the benefit of having a pet toad? Uh, I, I don't know. I, I get that they survived 
uh, the apocalypse when the, when the common asteroids hit the Earth and they, they just kind of ducked into the water with the alligators and crocodiles and that's all that was left. But pretty smart. But other than that, they're not really good pets. Well, Joey, um, I appreciate you saying that, uh, considering that I, I had three snakes at one time oh. uh, as pets. Yeah, so I appreciate your hot take on that. Um, but I, I will say this, okay? Um and I had uh, about a 12-foot-long boa constrictor, and then I had two red-tailed boas that were about six, seven feet long. And you're right, though. It got to the point where I was like, why do I have these things? Right. right. It's not a pet. As much as I tried, as much as I tried to, like, call it outside and take it for a walk and things like that, like, it ain't happening. It's just not happening. In fact, when you get them outside, they kind of turn on you. I don't know why, but all of a sudden I become dinner instead of, you know, the best friend. Uh, so, yeah, I'm with you. They, they're not much for pets. And uh, the cleanup on aisle two after they have something to eat is substantial. <laughs> Now, did you have to feed them? I, you had to feed them rats and mice, yeah, did you not? Uh, all right. So hopefully, well, PETA's not listening. Nobody's listening to this show, so it's fine. I'll just talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> I saw the ratings. That's yeah, true. Nobody's listening. So, yeah, the, the bigger ones, uh, you'd have to go to the pet store uh, and find, like, rabbits. Like, that were, you know, birth-defective rabbits or oh, ones that were... And, oh, wow. Yeah, and a lot of the times, like, some people have them, I guess... Maybe it depends on the snake, but they will freeze uh, one that's passed away, and then they'll feed it to their snake in a, in a bathtub or something like that. Well, mine wouldn't go near anything that wasn't alive. Like They were like, no, 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 we don't want this easy. We want to challenge ourselves a little bit here. So now you had the, the, the chore of you know taking a live animal, and then, of course, you got to watch it, right? Like, who doesn't watch it? And you got to make sure the snake eats. You don't want it to die of starvation. And, uh, yeah, so it was always, I never really enjoyed it, but I'll tell you what, the cleanup is awful. The cleanup oh. is awful. The bones and all that stuff. Oh. That, it's just, yeah, that's where, that was a tipping point for me. When I'm cleaning up three snake dumps every other week, then it's, it's just not worth it anymore. Well, you mentioned the cleanup. I mean, how long last that was because, so I went to Chaminade, seventh and eighth grade. My two older brothers went to Chaminade. You know, I was an athletic type. My second older brother was an athletic type. And my oldest brother, Sam, was like the biggest geek on the block. I, I, I swear he wasn't my brother. And he was part of the bio club at Chaminade. He was like president of the bio club. I'll never forget his senior book in the description of all the things he accomplished. He said, president of the biology club. So I was just, I was super proud, as you can imagine. But one of the things they had was a bull constrictor. And it was Sam's duty to produce mice to feed this darn darn thing so he set up this shop in the garage and he had like the aquarium tank and he had two mice and they two mice turned into 10 mice <laughs> before you know it they started mating with each other <laughs> we had we had a walk-in closet of four shelves high because he could not stand the thought of killing them <laughs> oh my poor parents we had a village a complete village of mice and he he stuck with those doggone things to the very end. And I actually don't even know how they all ended up dying. But for like three years there, he had a whole closet full of mice. My, some, some, you know, things like that. I think we look back and I think, what were my parents thinking about them? Or what were my parents thinking about me? We've all been through those phases. And I certainly think my parents had their concerns with Sammy throughout that three-year three stretch. All right, Joey, I got a quick one for you about your brothers. Um 
I, I personally feel like you guys should wear name tags around the city of St. Louis because I was at the RecPlex skating rink one day and uh, I saw Joey Vitale was coaching out there. So I run up on the bench uh, from behind and grab Joey Vitale and act crazy with Joey Vitale because Joey's my guy, right? Wrong. It wasn't Joey. <laughs> Wrong Vitale. Charlie. Yeah, you guys are like twins. I was like, even when he said, I'm Charlie or I'm not Joey, I didn't believe him. I was like, yeah, good one, Joey. Dude, I cannot tell you how many times, Ribs and BK, that I get texts probably at least two a month. It was like, hey, how about you shunning me the other day? What's up with that, bro? Like, And I'm like, listen, <laughs> it was probably Charlie. We look identical. And like, even at Blues games, people are like, I thought you were supposed to be up in the booth. Why, why are you down in the seats? I see you two, two rows over. Give me a wave. I'm like, it's not me. It's my brother Charlie. And, you know, whenever you run into anyone that looks like me and it's, and it's a man, just go with either Joe, Charlie, or Sam. Uh, we're, everyone, every, all my cousins, everyone names their kids after their grandpa and uncles. So if you just go with the Sam, Charlie, or Joe, I guarantee you, you're gonna you're gonna nail it within the first three options. See, Joey, <laughs> this uh, this doesn't work for me because I have a girlfriend who's a twin, and so sometimes from the back they have very th- their hair color is the exact same, and they're the, like the same oh, size. They look very well, you similar. Better be careful. You gotta be oh, really careful oh, with this, oh, man. You gotta oh, be really oh, careful with this stuff. Gotta get your I'm careful with the handsies. I'm glad you were specific about when you're talking about looking the same from behind and you went right to the hair because that could have been dangerous. <laughs> Joey, I've learned, my man. I am. Uh, I have been to, with Kara for seven years. I don't make these mistakes. These are uh, no these are mistakes I don't make anymore. Hey, listen, you, you pretty much proclaimed all of St. Louis as your Kansas City Royals fan on day one, so I wouldn't pass anything by you by now. <laughs> listen, the call in 85 was correct. That's all I'm going to say. I'm Brandon Kylie. It's Ribs and BK on 101 ESPN. I'm kidding. I kid people. I kid. It was obviously the wrong call. Uh, Joey, are we going to have hockey soon? You know, guys, <laughs> I, I I think so. I still think so. I, I, think, I think the fact that all these sports around the world are starting to make progress. You see what's going on in baseball and how the players got to approve stuff. I mean, listen, we saw the UFC fight last weekend. That's a great step. Uh, some soccer teams overseas are starting to put some dates together. I think as long as that motor keeps running in that direction, listen, the NHL is a copycat league. It's just going to keep following what the NBA and the Major League Baseball does. So assuming those keep progressing forward, I, I don't see any any reason to doubt that we're, we're going to see hockey this year. Now, do I think it's going to be in July like everyone's kind of expecting the last two weeks? I don't think so. I think that's too soon, given they're already halfway through May and no teams have really started a camp yet because you're looking at at least a three-week camp. So I think that date of starting has pushed back probably more to August realistically. But you know, the good news is, too, that I, I know we're in a bit of a rush, but we're also not in a bit of a rush because Gary Bettman and I believe Bill Daly and everyone involved uh, can look at December as a possible start date for the next season. We're still squeezing things in. I was a part of that uh, 12 13 lockout. We started in January. Now we only got about 50 games or so in, but we finished in late May and then playoffs went all the way to July, and that's just the way it was, but it worked. So it can work. I think if you get rid of the bye week, get rid of the all star break, all that kind of good stuff. I think a realistic start for next season could be in December where you can fit 82 in. So that does give you a little bit more of a cushion. I like the way it's trending, I like the way it's going. But I think to tell you what, really, aside from this virus, I think the one hiccup, the one kind of thing that can ruffle some feathers and really delay things, we're going to start seeing some negotiations, guys. And, Riz, as you know, those can get ugly. I think both sides obviously want to get this thing done and they want to play. 
But, you know, you're, you're also asking players uh, a lot because you're asking them to quarantine and be away from families for an extended period of time. There's so much unknown about this virus, so you're basically telling these players with so much unknown, we're, we're wanting you to travel and play games and, and kind of put your your livelihood at risk a little bit, even though we think we're okay, but no one really knows yet. So these are all the things going through a player's mind. So this is where the, it's going to get a little bit sticky moving forward. Assuming the virus and everything continues to trend upward and we're good and we're good, the next step's going to be what these owners and what these NHL executives, how are they going to kind of balance it and kind of negotiate with these players and try to make everyone happy at the end of the day and hopefully see some hockey. He's Joey Vitale. I don't know what you heard, Jamie, but I, what I heard there was I'm, I'm pretty sure that we're going to have hockey going forward. So I heard that, that he's got to go change his shirt. Oh, man, it is pouring out here, boys. Whoa. <laughs> Joey. <laughs> I'm, wearing, I'm wearing a white tank top. This isn't going to look good here. Oh, in that, isn't that standard issue, though, right? Italian family, <laughs> you got to wear the white tank top. Forget about it. It's got some spaghetti sauce on it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Joey, you're it. the best, man. We'll talk with you next week. See you, boys. That's Joey Vitale joining us here on Ribs and BK on 101 ESPN. He's the absolute best. Next week, I want to talk to him about uh, Kara's basically starting up a bakery in our house. Like right right now, oh. Kara has become the cookie mon- the cookie monster, but really the cookie baker. Wow, and, Joey um, the baker is the right guy. I'd like to get his yeah. advice on how I should deal with this moving forward. So we'll do that next week with, with Joey Vitale. I do want to continue talking about what he was just saying. What does it look like if and when we get hockey? We'll answer some of those questions next on 101 ESPN.